Good evening and welcome to Chatting to Wellness with Noskanko. Tonight we'll be talking about high blood pressure or what we call hypertension. Um, hypertension is simply explained as hyper and tension. Hyper means over or beyond normal. Like if this is not normal, this is beyond normal. And tension, obviously tension means um, a particular pressure applied within sort of like a chamber to help um, the functioning of that chamber properly. Now, let me talk about the heart just so we understand what this means. Your heart, everyone's heart is usually the, the, um, the size of their fist and has four chambers, which is the upper chambers are called the atrium. We have the right and the left. The lower chambers are called the ventricles. And for this to work very well, there is a collection of blood from um, the body that has been used, a collection of used blood from the body that is dumped into the upper chambers, the right atrium. Um, it's being dumped in there just so there is an exchange of the used with an exchange of one that is pure, that has oxygen inside of it for the, for the body to then use. And for this to hold work, the body, the the heart requires um, that your heart requires a particular amount of pressure to be able to pump um, the required amount needed for the blood circulation throughout the body system to your lungs and then to the other important organs, visceral organs in your body. And when the pressure inside this blood vessels, inside your arteries, inside your blood, your uh, your heart chamber chambers are then skyrocketing or are higher or beyond normal, that the tension is then beyond normal, beyond what it should be per minute. Um, it's then called hypertension. It's usually unusual and persistent for it to be called hypertension or high blood pressure it can really be serious if not treated also it's usually asymptomatic um, but there are some signs your body would give to you um, to let you identify that you're not in your optimal um, functioning we have what we call the systolic blood pressure and we have the diastolic blood pressure the systolic is the one that comes first when your doctor writes for you on a paper and says say for instance 120 over 90 um, the systolic is the 120, that's the one on the top, and the diastolic is the um, 90, which is the one at the bottom. The systolic simply means that this it simply means the measurement of the force of blood against your arterial walls. That is the amount of pressure needed to push out blood out of your heart. The amount of blood needed for your heart to contract, the amount of pressure needed for your heart to contract to push out the blood out of the heart into your body system. And then the diastolic means the amount of uh, the resting time, the resting time of your heart to get replenished with blood. So the, the, the pressure needed for that to happen, for that chamber to get refueled, um, is also is what we call the diastolic blood pressure. Now we have the normal blood pressures, we have the mildly elevated blood pressures, and we have the stage one hypertension, the stage two hypertension. Um, the normal blood pressure for anyone is an, uh, is a systolic that I mentioned the other time, is systolic of um, between um, 110. It's usually a range um, and it's usually between 110 to 120. We just say 
um, less than 120 or equal to 120 millimeter of mercury um, and the diastolic is anything less than or equal to 80 millimeter of mercury now um, it shouldn't be lesser than um, 80 millimeter of mercury for the diastolic and um, if it's lesser than that we're going to what we call hypotension and if it's lesser than 90 for the systolic we go into what we also call hypotension but we'll not be discussing the hypotension part of the blood pressure today we'll just be discussing the hypertension part of it for the mildly elevated with your blood pressure your systolic the one on the top is between 120 to 129 millimeter of mercury or um 80 to 90 a millimeter of mercury um we say it's slightly elevated but then if you go into stage one if your blood pressure goes into 130 that is your systolic which is the one on the top the one the doctor writes first if your blood pressure goes above 130 um to about 139 um we say that your stage one hypertension and then stage two is usually um serious than stage one and then that's we start measuring from 140 to about 179 um for the systolic and then the diastolic about 90 to 120 now anything beyond the numbers i've said we say the person has gone into an hypertensive crisis so usually a blood pressure of 100 and let's say 100 millimeter of mercury for systolic so 140 millimeter of mercury is normal um, some people's normal are different from other people's normal. So for instance, my blood pressure has usually, I've always been say about 90 over 60. Now there was a particular time I was under a lot of stress and that went to about 119, I believe, 119 over 82, I think. And that was a cause of concern for me because these things are tailored to individuals just because my usual blood pressure has always been in the range of 90 and then it shot up to 120 119 119 within the space of some week i was concerned because that's saying that my heart is pumping at about 30 millimeter of mercury more than usual so you sh when you know your baseline you're able to calculate if you're probably um going away from your baseline and it's telling you you need to be careful about this now there are different causes of hypertension or what we call the high blood pressure we have what we call the primary or essential and we have what we call the secondary um, um secondary causes for this the primary type of hypertension um, is usually being caused by genetics say family history of someone that has had hypertension before or some bit of environmental factor and other times it's something that we don't know about like some sort of unknown causes and for secondary hypertension we have different causes sort of like kidney injuries or kidney diseases um diabetes long-term kidney infections um obstructive sleep apnea and this is what happens when you sleep and then the walls of your um oesophagus that is the walls of your throat then closes down on you um it narrows and then closes down interrupting you from breathing normally um it's been associated to cause high blood pressure sometimes um another cause 
is also hormonal problems say you on hormonal replacement therapy it could lead to high blood pressure um hyponatremia that's when the sodium which is found in salt you know table salt or cooking salt is too high in your body system um it could cause hypertension um it could also be as a result of autoimmune disorder that's probably some something we call lupus which is sort of like your body is fighting against it itself it's quite rare most of the time obesity which means your weight is is um i know weight is a bit of a touchy subject um it just means your weight is not in the normal range and um yeah it could as well lead to hypertension um, if you're on contraceptive pills there are some contraceptive pills and this is why it's really important that you speak with your primary care practitioner before you go on any sort of contraceptives just so we know which ones suit you better after running um, some tests and investigations um steroids um, for people that are asthmatic and, and are on steroidal um medication say steroidal um inhalers it's possible for them to also develop high blood pressure or what we call palpitation over time um people that you know are using recreational drugs like cocaine amphetamines amphetamines like you know uh, meth you know um could also cause high blood pressure antidepressants could cause high blood pressure in some cases and then stress obviously stress is one of the primary causes of high blood pressure you know when you're having undue stress you could just push yourself into having some sort of tension within your heart chamber high blood pressure is sort of like one of um the diseases most common diseases we don't usually um you know take cognizance of and this affects our day-to-day -day activities in such a way we can't even begin to imagine you know it could lead to people having stroke you know dropping dead i've had someone um come into the hospital she was at the age of i think 34 and we couldn't save her she died of heart attack at the age of 34 and this could have actually started from say high blood pressure you know hypertension you just we joke about it once in a while and we don't actually know the intensity of what this might be um i would now talk about some of the symptoms we can you know check for ourselves unlike um some sorts of diseases that we can you know sort of like breast cancer where you can do your self breast examination um for this hypertension you can't obviously do self examination apart from um either buying a digital um blood pressure machine to check in the house and then making sure your health practitioner has encouraged you or has educated you on the normal um, blood pressure that needs to be obviously i've said the numbers the ranges but then depending on your baseline you need to tailor these ranges to you for the symptom if you start having severe headache or constant headache tension headache it's just there just right in your head it gives banging you've uh, had a meal usually when i get um when i get a headache what i do is i just go through some sort of checklist in my head have i eaten have i slept enough today have i taken enough water if any 
answer to this is no i immediately do what the answer is no just so i feel better and if i still if any of if all of the answers is yes and i still feel this constant headache what i do is i take some paracetamol and do my blood pressure um just to ensure that yeah things are going well all right so if you start having severe and constant headache which does not go with eating drinking water or sleeping or even after you've actually had some paracetamol you need to be careful and probably check yourself to see your doctor or your nurse practitioner all right um if you start getting short of breath you start having a, like you, you walk some few steps and you start losing your breath you start you know going like you can't take in enough hair this should be sort of like a red flag to you like something is definitely not right somewhere all right um if you've got severe anxiety like you start having well you start feeling this this anxious yeah you're feeling anxious like this agitated um your heart is pounding um it could be actually a sign that something is wrong somewhere and it could be a sign or a symptom of high blood pressure all right um because of the intense tension within your heart chambers, sometimes um, blood vessels towards the upper, um, the, the, the organs um, towards your head and all of that might rupture, um, where you sometimes get what we call um, epistasis, which is nosebleed. If you start getting nosebleed, constantly getting nosebleed, it could actually be a symptom that your um, blood pressure is skyrocketing or your blood pressure is starting to climb up all right so you need to be on top of this you need to check your blood pressure at this time if you start getting pulsations like you know that sort of time you're sitting down and you see this i don't know how to explain it but you see this pulsation you can feel it in your head or in your neck and someone calls your attention you can actually like feel it yourself that you have the sort of pulsation in your head like particular vein is going poof 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 that's one of the times to see your doctor to check your blood pressure because it could mean that that means the tension is so high within your blood vessels that it you can actually feel it can actually see the pulsations um and of course checking your blood pressure and seeing the number um increased blood pressure is a definitive way of knowing that your blood pressure is high all right um, and what are the complications of high blood pressure? I mentioned something when I was talking the other time about heart attack. Heart attack is obviously one of the things that could happen. And this is and this is when your heart can't deal with the overcompensation it has to deal with to keep pumping the blood into your bloodstream that it just sort of gives out or just sort of Oh, I'm just gonna take a nap. I'm just gonna take a rest from all of this tension, and you just going, you just going to a heart seizure. We're just going to what we call a heart attack, right? Which could actually lead to death. Uh, another thing is the increased tension in your arteries could actually cause the elasticity in the blood vessels, uh, the elasticity that allows blood to flow. Um, without problem through your blood vessels into your arteries into your in and out of your heart the increased tensions in these arteries could actually cause a lack of elasticity which then results into you know lack of tone remember hook's law it's not it's not it's, it, it can get hardened it's not you know 
expanding and contracting as it, as it used to be it's just like sluggish or actually becomes hardened that you can't actually do what it needs to be done and this is what we call atherosclerosis and it could also lead to a stroke you know and another complication is aneurysm and this is where a blood vessels a blood vessel just ruptures and it could be in a very important visceral organ say like the brain you know because all of these arteries are connected in such a in such a complex way that if there could be a ripple effect from one to the other and now aneurysm which is just a blood a blood vessel rupturing and causing a pool of blood in sort of like a visceral organ like the brain or the heart you know uh, and could also lead to death and then there could be a memory loss there could be what we call cardiomyopathy which is which affects the muscle of your heart and there's all called pulmonary edema which is where um uh blood or fluid accumulates in your lungs because of the ineffective circulation from the lung to the heart and into the body system right and also this is quite interesting there could be what we call erectile dysfunction which is you know could worry more it's no longer working effectively you can't have sex as you used to all right uh and now we're going to talk about prevention um of high blood pressure obviously you need a healthy lifestyle to maintain a proper of normal blood pressure so what we usually advise for people is maintain a healthy weight. Um, I'll talk about BMI tonight before I go um, as a part time. So maintain a healthy weight, maintain uh, healthy meals, eat healthy foods, regular exercise. You have to reduce your salt intake. Uh, we need to learn how to manage time, stress, and of course, tension. You know, problem not the finish you. Problem not the finish at all. Life is life is just life. You need to learn how to live with the problems that comes, and you need to learn how to manage them effectively. Um, it's balanced diet that contains all of the electrolytes your heart needs to work well. Which are like spinach will give you lots of um, folic acid, which will in turn give you some sort of vitamin um you need to also behave you need to rest well simple lifestyle changes reduce your alcohol intake reduce your smoking if you can't stop um and there are some foods you need to avoid as well to maintain a healthy weight you need to avoid foods that has unsaturated um sorry saturated fats and increased cholesterol fat of trans fats you need to avoid food that are high in all of this saturated fats cholesterol or trans fats and these are foods such as whipped cream you know eggs we need to reduce our intakes of eggs cheese shellfish steak sometimes as well i love steak myself anyway um so yeah this are sort of like the prevention and drink a lot more water drinking water you can never go wrong with water actually just drink a lot more water and you need to see your doctor every now and then go for medical checkup is really really important that we learn how to actually go for medical checkup during our life um go see your doctor 
ensure you keep an eye on your blood pressure and things should be fine and if your doctor or your nurse practitioner feels like you need some medication to keep your blood pressure in check they would prescribe some now i said um as a pastime i'm just going to talk about bmi um and this is just your body mass index um when i was talking about healthy weight so when i talked about obesity the other time there is a way you can actually measure what your normal weight should be and we refer to that as body mass index so you can calculate this yourself your weight in kilogram just write your weight in kilogram um and your height you need to multiply your height twice so say you your height is 152 centimeter which means you're 1.52 meters so you need to multiply 1.52 multiply by 1.52 or in the real sense just say 1.52 square so when you get the answer of that the answer of your 1.52 times 1.52 um, you divide your weight by that answer. So 1.52 times 1 point, which is your height, gives you 2.3. So you divide your weight, say your weight is, um, I don't know, 70 kg. You divide 70 kg by 2.3, okay? Which then gives you 30.43 as an answer. So um, I will just run through the normal and the abnormal um, BMI numbers for you according to the WHO classifications. So 18.5 to 25 is normal. Anything below that, it's on the weight. 25 to 30 is average or slightly overweight. And anything above 30 to 40 is obesity and anything above 40 is actually morbid obesity which we mean this is clinical this needs clinical investigation or clinical um management all right and that's just that about body maxing this you just if if your weight is complementing your height you don't have anything to worry about if your bmi is between 18.5 to 25 you really do not have anything to worry about all right um so enough of uh you look too big if your height is complementing your weight you are fine all right and that brings us to the end of um hypertension or high blood pressure i hope i've been able to answer most of the questions that you have and if you have any sort of other questions please 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 um, you can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or um, just comment on that, any of this, and I'll be sure to get back to you. All right. I hope um, you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year in advance. Um, so good night and happy Christmas. Bye.